Blessings, greetings, joy, peace, and love. This is Trina Kirkland, the wonderful host of Talk Up with Trina podcast. And I welcome you today on this rainy day in Maryland, USA, the first day of June 2018. And we are moving right through this year, pressing forth, making some moves. Um, and we are moving in the right direction because this year is fastly, fastly um, running out on us. So it's June, the middle of the year. And I am back here on this June the 1st because I am determined to finish my Secrets of Divine devotional. There have been so many distractions, so many things that's trying to keep me unfocused, but rest assuredly, um, I am committed to doing this, and I am going to finish it. So, you will be hearing next um, some reading from week four, which is flourishing in his presence. So, we're going to talk all about abiding and, and being in God's presence. And a scripture verse that I would like to reference, um, which is in the book, My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. And that is Psalms 110 and 6. So let our soul wait for the Lord. I am ready and anxious to read this for you. And please keep me in your prayers and I will do the same. But let's move on and move forth this day. I will be getting around to listen to a few podcasts this afternoon. I have to go and see two patients today. Well, actually three. And and then I have therapy. So I have some errands to do today. But this evening, I will be coming back up here to listen. And right now, I am going to read for you. The Quiet Miracle, which is day 22 in the Secrets of Divine Devotional and Journal by Dr. Bruce Wilkinson. I will be right back. Day 22, The Quiet Miracle. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. John 15 and 4. It was our third night at a fishing lodge above Lake Clark in western Alaska. Six men playing in paradise, pulling salmon from icy streams by day, eating hearty meals around a campfire by night. That kind of life can get even the most cautious man to open up. On the third night, Arlen did. Guess I ought to tell you guys. I'm planning to resign when I get back home, he said, staring into the fire. For the last 30 years, Arlen had been a music and worship leader in his denomination. But while his programs were running better than ever, Arlen was running dry. I told my wife it's time to get honest, he continued. I love God. I want to serve him more than ever. But not enough is coming back anymore. I'm working harder and enjoying it less. I don't know what to do except step aside. 
Readers of Secrets of the Vine will know that I came to a similar crisis years ago. Like Arlen, I felt confused and exhausted. Like Arlen, I felt I was trying harder, only to hit a wall of defeat and discontent. Yet that crisis turned out to be a doorway, not a wall, a threshold to a new and higher level of fruitfulness for God. If you recognize your spiritual experience in this crisis, I have good news for you. God has brought you to this place and time. Your dissatisfaction is a gift from God to prepare you for what comes next. And what comes next is an invitation. Let's take another more careful look at the vineyard. In every vineyard, a season comes when nothing happens, or so it seems. The cleaning and tying up is done. The pruning shears are put away. Luscious clusters of grapes crowd the well-tended branches. Nothing happening. Don't miss the invisible miracle. It's the sap that surges up unseen from earth to roots, roots to vine, vine to branch, and branch to fruit. Jesus had this unseen river of life in his mind when he said, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Abiding happens at the exact place where the branch touches the vine. The larger the union between the vine and the branch, the more sap can flow and the greater the potential harvest. In the same way, through a shared connection that Jesus called abiding, God pours his life into ours. Arlen and I simply needed to pursue and guard our union with God with as much energy as we had invested in serving him. The irony for us is that our push for that fruit had gotten ahead of our intake of sap. We needed to grow in abiding to radically enlarge our capacity to take in God's river of life, and we needed to do it fast. In the preceding three weeks, we've talked about how much God wants more fruit, good works from our lives, and what actions he takes to help it happen. This week, we discover the third secret of the vine. If your life bears a lot of fruit, God will invite you to abide more deeply with him, the result of which will be much fruit. The best miracle of the vineyard is invisible, but what it produces is not. Amazingly enough, it's only as we accept his invitation to genuine intimacy with him that we can reach the highest levels of fruitfulness possible. That night, around the campfire, Arlen's confession prompted a vigorous and candid conversation about the perils and extraordinary promise of the season of abiding. Arlen went home with an unusual assignment, to do less for God and to be more with him. I'm happy to tell you it was the beginning of more fruitfulness and more fulfillment in his family, marriage, and ministry than he ever thought possible. Stay focused and abide with him. This is Trina Kirkland, and I will be back shortly.